It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. You are locked on reds. Your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Baseball is back, and the Reds are poised for one of the best seasons in franchise history. Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast. My name is Jeff Carr, and here we go. Alrighty, on today's episode, we're going to continue the chat between Ken Brew and myself. If you missed part one, that was on yesterday's episode. We talked about him covering the 1990 Reds, some of his favorite interviews that he ever had, and the way that the media landscape has changed over the years. But today, we're going to focus more on that shortened season. Also got a little bit about Riverfront here in the beginning. You're not going to want to miss any of it, so you know what? Whatever. We'll just skip all the normal stuff. We'll go right into it right now. 
What's it like going to games now as opposed to whenever you were covering sports? What was a fan as opposed to working it? Well, the best part about it is you can just sit there and watch the game and you can have a conversation going with whoever you're with and you can you can have a beer and you can, you know, you just have a good time. It's a night out. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, when I covered games, you're in the press box, you're watching the game, you're trying to develop storylines or watching the storylines develop so you can you can write a story or broadcast a story after it's over, but it's 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 about the same for me. I'm not a you know everybody says well you must be a Reds fan or you must be a Bengals fan and I'm like no I never have been. I don't I get paid the same whether these teams win or lose. <laughs> I go there looking for what the story is. What's the story behind this win or that guy that just made that play? What's the story? How am I going to get something out of this game other than runs, hits, and errors? So I mean it's it's nicer in the sense that I don't have to worry about deadlines or running back to a television station or, you know, not having a beer. I mean, that's beautiful. But on the other hand, it really, it really hadn't changed for me all that much. It's the old Seinfeld thing, you know, Oh yeah. really and truly. If a, if you're rooting for a team, chances are you're rooting for a bunch of dead guys. You know, you're just rooting for the uniforms at a certain point. So I don't, um, you know, I, I, maybe it's, it's something that I've been deprived of because of the business I'm in, but I just I've I've never been someone who is rooted for a team. Never will, probably. What's it like and we're recording this on Tuesday, which is the official fiftieth birthday of Riverfront Stadium, which of course Riverfront's uh-huh. not around anymore, but yeah. what's the biggest difference for you between Riverfront and Great American? I thought Riverfront had very little atmosphere. It, it was kind of like a huge parking garage to me. I mean, it, I, it, for the time, it was state of the art. Right. Uh, but it just it didn't lack. It, it lacked. I don't know. It just lacked warmth. Now, obviously, the teams in '75 and '76 and '90 and a few others in between that were good but didn't win pennants. Um, obviously, that uh, you know that's where the warmth came from from the players and from the what they achieved, but I never, you know, Riverfront was okay. There were a lot of great moments in Riverfront, sure, mm-hmm. but I think this ballpark just has more charm, it's warmer, and I just think it's a better fan experience than what Riverfront was. Plus, I've, I've never, I was never a big fan of AstroTurf. Mm-hmm. I just didn't think it I, 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 I just didn't think it was the way the game was made to be played. I think it's, it was good for its time, and it certainly cut down on maintenance, but baseball, it's made to be played on grass. It's made to be played on grass. It's made, it's made to be played in ballparks that don't have cookie-cutter dimensions. I go back to like a, a place like the old Yankee Stadium, where dead center field was 463 feet from home plate. Think about that. 463 feet. The power alley and left center field was 457 feet. And down the right field line, it was 296 feet. <laughs> I, I just think that's the beauty of baseball. It's not played, certainly not played with the clock, but I think it's meant to be played in different ballparks that don't have the same dimensions, other than obviously um, what's in between the uh, the foul lines and the base pads and things like that. But right. I, that, that's the one thing I had a problem with. Riverfront Stadium was like Veteran Stadium in Philadelphia 
was like Atlanta County Fulton Stadium in Atlanta was like the park that San Diego played in. I just it didn't it just it didn't hold any charm for me. And you know, I I just think it's much better being played in a ballpark like Great American Ballpark. But again, that could be an angry old man shaking his fist at the clouds. It's just the way I grew up watching baseball. The next time you've got maintenance or some kind of project you want to do on your car, I encourage you to check out rockauto.com. And in fact, you know what, even if you aren't the do-it-yourself type, but maybe you went to a mechanic and you got a price quote that you thought was a little high, check out the parts that you need on rockauto.com because they have an amazing selection. You check out their drop-down list on the left side, find your make, your model, your year, all your different specs, they have a list dropped down right for you. You don't even have to know the exact name of your part. They'll help you find it there on their website. And they've got reliably low prices when it comes to the part that you're looking for. Depending on what brick-and-mortar store you go to, they've got different parts for the professional and for the do-it-yourselfer. Not rockauto.com. They have one reliably low price for all of their parts, and you're going to find the best price there. So check out rockauto.com. And when you check out, enter Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us section so that they know that Jeff from Locked On Red sent you. That's Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us section for rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. We're probably looking at, if not the entire shortened season that we got coming up, most of it is going to be without fans in Great American Ballpark. What do you make of this crazy 60-game season? You know, assuming that we get it through because, you know, there's lots of folks saying right. that, oh, no, we might re-shut down or anything like that. I don't really want to yeah. focus too much on that, but suppose we get it through. What do you make of this entire scenario? I think it's going to be exciting. It's going to be different. I think there'll be a giant asterisk next to this season when Mm -hmm. it goes into the record books. But think about this for a second. You have 60 games. You're you're going to have uh, 60 games. Your starters, if they stay healthy, are going to start 12 games this year, each and every one of them. Mm -hmm. There's a real possibility that six wins leads the major leagues in, in, (laughs) in wins. There's a very good possibility somebody could hit 400 this year. There's also a very good possibility that you may have a home run total somewhere around 20, 18, and it may leave the major leagues. You can't get off to a 2-8 and 12, two and eight start, 1-7 and seven start. You're done if you get off to that kind of start. No way in hell you're going to make the playoffs. You may have, in the final two weeks of the season, you may have upwards of 18 to 20 teams still in contention for playoff spots. I think it's going to be wildly fascinating. I think teams that are set up to do two things, handle the DH well and handle the bullpen, if their bullpens are strong, I think you're going to see teams that have those two things. I think you're going to find those two teams, the teams with those two things in the playoffs. And I think really anything north of 36 wins, you're in. You're in. And you may find the best record in baseball may be a team that wins 41, 42 games. So there are a lot of things, I think, that uh, will, be, uh, will be fun to watch this year. I wouldn't want to see it on a consistent basis. I think 162 games is just too long. But could I see this being 
something that might uh, bring us some things that would stay with us for a long time in baseball? Yeah, I think the DH is in the National League to stay. Mm-hmm. And I think this bit about putting a base runner on second base in extra innings, I think that might be might be here to stay too. I don't I mean it's a bastardization of the game, but it's certainly going to be fun to watch and it probably guarantees Billy Hamilton's going to have a job this season. <laughs> yeah, he's a guy that I'm almost like, "Ah, oh, man, now I wish the Reds still had him." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Absolutely. But I think the Reds are in good shape. I think they're 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 perfectly positioned for the DH. I mean, you could get Votto a day off. He could DH. Castellanos isn't great with a glove. He could DH. Mm-hmm. Winker could DH. Uh, Akiyama could DH. I think there's there are there are wealth of possibilities there. And although I don't think their bullpen is overwhelmingly um, great, I think if you look at the depth they have in their organization, and remember, you're going to have a taxi squad. Uh, this year in baseball. I think that if you look at the depth of their team in their bullpen, they may be okay. Not great. They may be okay. So I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be entertaining. It's kind of funny because I know the biggest criticism last year of David Bell was that he managed every game like it was Game 7 of the World Series, and I almost think you <laughs> kind of have to approach it that way now. You do. But I think he learned a lesson about his bullpen last year because, remember, <laughs> they weren't all that bad the early part of the season, but they got burned out. So maybe he went to school on something he did last year. But you're right. Uh, I don't think you can afford to go on any prolonged losing streaks. I don't think, for example, you could have the Reds going to St. Louis for a three-game series and look at that series and say, well, if we get swept, that's okay. No, you won't be okay. Yeah. It may be uh, it may be one win out of three and you're not okay. So, yeah, I think you got to approach this season as you're basically – starting the season from August 1st. And as you know, August 1st, right after the trade deadline, that's when a lot of teams in August and September really kick it into gear. you got to almost behave like it's August 1st. Well, hell, it will be. They're not starting the season the last, second to last week in July, so it will be close to there. But you gotta, you got you to, gotta, in a normal season, you need to manage like this is August and the start of the pennant push. What is, for you, the biggest storyline? Obviously, in the in a shortened season, there's a lot more different things to look at. But when you look at a guy like Joey Votto, who always starts out slow, and he, obviously he can't do that this year, you look at a closer in Rice Iglesias that people have questioned over last year, you look at a young rotation that has the potential to be very good moving forward, and you've got Shogo, who's coming over from Japan and all this stuff. What's the biggest storyline for you, for the Reds, in 2020? Well, I think you touched on it. I think it's Votto. You know, Votto's an aging ball player, but he's still someone who works the count better than anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, is Votto going to be some semblance of what he was three or four years ago when his OBP was over four? Mm-hmm. Uh, is he going to be someone who can – go up? Is he somebody that can hit line drives? Is he somebody that's not going to be so selective that he's going to take the bat out of his hands? Because it's going to be a finite number. I, you know, I think number of plate appearances, I mean, optimum uh, number of plate appearances, probably going to be somewhere around 210, 220. Mm-hmm. So you really can't go up there and, you know, sacrifice a couple, three, four plate appearances until you get going. I want to see how Votto behaves 
in terms of that. He's always been a disciplined hitter, sometimes to a fault. But I think that's the big storyline. Can an aging ball player with a lot of young talent around him somehow, some way, figure out how to make this thing work? He is Ken Brew, and he is one of the biggest legends in Cincinnati sports coverage that there is and you can listen to him on the weekends on 700 WW. fun fact i'm going to actually be uh producing with you here on saturday so i'm looking forward you to are that as well yeah Man, um, is your life going to get miserable <laughs> <laughs> ken thank you so much man and hopefully get to talk to you again soon all right buddy good luck love your podcast keep up the good work was really grateful to have Ken on the podcast, getting to talk Reds with him, and hopefully we'll be able to talk with him again soon, hopefully about a successful Reds season. On tomorrow's podcast, we're going to dive into some of the Vegas odds numbers. I think I mentioned that I would do that earlier this week and just didn't get to it. We're going to do it tomorrow. Also going to look at a couple of things. I saw something on MLB.com talking about, or MLB Network, not MLB.com, talking about who would benefit the most from the designated hitter on the Reds team, and it was somebody that you wouldn't expect. We're going to jump into all of that on tomorrow's episode. Make sure that you are subscribed. That way you don't miss any episodes. We've had a lot of great interviews over this quarantine and uh, long hiatus of baseball, and you're not going to want to miss any of those. Go back and check them out. And make sure that you get all of the new stuff coming out each and every day here on the Locked On Reds podcast. Also, follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Jeff Carr with three Fs and then at Locked On Reds. Also, save the Locked On Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. We'll also get to some Locked On Reds line stuff here in the next couple of days, too. So if you got questions, you got comments, a reaction to anything that I've said, get them in. We'll be taking a look at those here over the next couple of episodes. But that's going to do it. Thanks for listening and downloading. Now, tell your smart device to play Locked On Major League Baseball. We'll talk to you guys here on the Locked On Reds podcast again soon. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.